G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, if you're a follower of all the social media platforms, you'll be very much aware that Elon Musk, renowned to be the richest man in the world, has shelled out lots of money to buy Twitter. And this has been going on for some time, but the deal has gone through and one of his first acts, other than taking a sink into the front reception of Twitter, is that he has fired a number of the senior executives. So a conversation today, Bill Muhlenberg has been thinking through issues around this where Christians think about Twitter, about Elon Musk. Bill's back with us. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Uh, Bill, for a lot of people, Elon Musk taking over Twitter is a positive thing for free speech. Uh, What have you been reflecting on? Yeah, look, I think it's for the most part a good move. Uh, There have been critics, but uh, we all know, and we've talked about this often, uh, the social media, the big tech giants, you know, they're all pretty much hardcore secular left Not only that, it shows they censor uh, conservatives and Christians, they ban them, they delete them, they won't let them tweet or post videos on YouTube or do commentary on Facebook. We've had this chat often. It's, it's, It's tough going. They're the main platforms. Billions of people all up make use of them. And when a certain voice is being uh, kept out or squashed or silenced, uh, that's not good. Free speech suffers. Certainly, if you're a Christian, you want to share Christian truth. It's good to use these things and the social media, but it's always a frustration. You keep finding yourself being banned or sin binned or, well, Facebook, you're thrown in jail for a term, as I just was once again. So I think it's good if we got somebody who's saying, I want to see some uh, genuine uh, give and take points of view, not just one point of view, but a wide range of opinions. Hey, I think that's good for Twitter. It's good for free speech. So certainly on that front, I applaud him and I'm glad he did it. I imagine being a Christian and on Twitter, you've got to have something of a thick skin, but some people are particularly gifted to be able to contribute to debate in the way that Twitter allows. And some will say, well, it's a cesspool uh, going onto Twitter and being involved in the conversations there. Any thoughts here around now that there is some new movement at Twitter and there's going to be some more freedom of speech, uh, the thought that there ought to be Christians thinking or reconsidering whether they're on Twitter or not? Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, in fact, a lot of both conservatives and Christians, or sometimes both Christians who are conservative, have said they've now gotten back onto Twitter. And the reverse is also true. Plenty of uh, secular left celebrities and others, you know, the Hollywood crowd and so on, saying, oh, we're going to get off Twitter. Well, bye bye. It doesn't 
bother me if you want to leave. You know, I think it's good. Again, we need to make use of any platform we can have. So at one point, I was permanently kicked off Facebook. So I said, well, look, truth is important. I want to share stuff. So I got on all the alternatives. I was, well, still am on MeWe, Gab, Parler, Minds. I mean, there's a lot of kind of alternatives to Facebook, just like there's alternatives to YouTube, Google, uh, Twitter. But if we can either get back and reclaim them and use them for the kingdom, well, that's fine by me. So uh, again, sometimes we'll get some Christians complain and say, oh, look, Musk is not a real conservative. He's not even a Christian. In fact, he's got some dodgy views on some things. And I just say, well, look, yeah, I never said he was the Messiah. I never said he was a Christian. But if he's going to help bring in a bit of free speech, which is good, well, especially in America, just uh uh, well, less than a week now for the midterm elections in the U.S. That's important to have some big platforms where you can share truth. Uh, here in Victoria, in less than a month, we've got the Victorian election. So again, any way that we can get truth out to as many people as possible, I think that's a good thing. And of course, he's trying to do away with the automated bots that have been responding to arguments and debates on Twitter, that's got to be a positive too, I imagine, if he can weed that uh, that uh, robotic section out. Yeah, well, absolutely. Again, it's been a, well, almost zombie-like. I mean, robots would be one thing, zombies. It seems like they have an army of zealous uh, censors who just, you know, anything that doesn't fit their narrative, anything that doesn't fit their agenda, they're out. Uh, and again, that's true of all the the big tech and the social media giants. Uh, I was just banned again from Facebook the other day. Uh, you know, often they don't tell you why or if they do tell you. It's it's the most ludicrous of reasons. You know, sometimes I may just quote somebody a historical truth or quotation, and they say, oh, this is damaging, goes against our standards, it's going to harm other people. It's madness. And the funny thing is, just recently, not only I, but quite a few others on Facebook got a message from Facebook saying, oh, we're sorry, we uh, we seem to have got it wrong on one of your recent uh, uh, things that we banned you for. So, uh, you know, we try to do better and blah, blah. And I thought, well, yeah, right. Point is, they're also at the same time, there's a big, huge headline about how Facebook was losing millions of dollars in its last uh, uh, report of its financial condition. So I wonder you put two and two together, right? They've been so busy banning people, censoring people, but now that it's starting to hit their bottom line, they're starting to, you know, come back at least to some of us and say, oh, uh, maybe we made a mistake. Sorry, please stay with us. So, uh, you know, it's a game. It is a battle. It's uh, it's a warfare, really. And uh, if they knew they could get away with this, they'd keep doing it. But when they suffer, especially in the pocketbook, uh, well, maybe we can get, you know, get them to wake up a bit. And certainly with Elon Musk uh, shaking things up at Twitter, that's got to be a plus. We wish him well. And as I did say in my article, there's a lot of these guys, right? They may not be Christians or perhaps yet, uh, but hey, they're doing a lot of good, often more than Christians, right? They're speaking out. They're worried about the woke agenda. So it could be a Jordan Peterson, could be a Donald Trump, could be Elon Musk, right? They may not be Christians as far as we know, or maybe they have become. But two things. One, let's pray for them. 
right? Uh, I pray every day for Jordan Peterson, and now I've added Elon Musk to my prayer list, my daily list. But two, uh, if some of these guys are doing things that maybe Christians can't or won't, uh, that's fine by me, as we've said often. Jesus said these very stones will speak out. If you guys won't open your mouths, uh, right, we've had a mule, uh, Balaam's ass, speaking truth. So God is quite able to even use pagans to do good things than to speak truth if the church is basically too timid or too bashful in doing it. And Bill, as you say, while Elon Musk may not be a uh, determined conservative, uh, he may not be a Christian, but if he's on the record as saying that he's opposed to the woke agenda, is there some value in the thought that uh, he who is not against us is for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that is one of the... Uh, passages of Jesus that I did quote in my article. Uh, There is, well, it it brings up this whole issue of two things, what we call co-belligerency, being willing to work with others, at least on limited objectives, and common grace, the idea that uh, God's grace goes to everybody. It's not saving grace for everybody, but if you know you can get an Elon Musk concerned about free speech, opening up Twitter, maybe bringing back a lot of Christians and Christian truth, oh, that's common grace. And this thing of co-belligerency, right? If you know, if I uh, happen to be say praying outside of an abortion mill, and I got to say a Catholic next to me, or a Muslim, or an even an atheist, well, guess what? And that at least limited objective of trying to seek uh, to save babies from destruction, well, I'm happy to work to some extent with others who I, you know, may differ radically in terms of theology, but we can be a co-belligerent, we can work together, fight the good fight on some of these battles. So I'm happy to put down uh, Elon Musk, uh, at least in this area, as a co-belligerent, and I'll work with him where and when I can, right? If he goes too far off the rails and some other things, well, I may have to reassess. But I think Christians can be too much of a purist, almost a Pharisee, right? Saying, oh, I can't have anything to do with them. Well, sometimes it's these hymns, these pagan guys who are doing more good than most churches. So I'm willing to work with them where possible. Is there a fear, do you think, Bill, uh, in some Christians, the fear of rolling up sleeves and getting hands dirty? Because uh, some will say if you're involved in those sorts of Twitter debates and over some of the grubbiest issues even, that somehow or other you ought to be uh, keeping out of that, uh, keeping pure. Is there something that we ought to be balancing here, uh, getting hands dirty, maintaining a pure heart? Yeah, well, it's even before the social media or even the internet, this was still an issue. You know, how much do you get into the culture wars? How much do you fight these things? Obvious example, right? The the porn plague, right? All Christians should be concerned about pornography, how it's destroying children, marriages, families, society. 
So to get into that kind of debate, right, you don't certainly need to go and look at it, but you need to be aware a little bit right, of what's going on, what's happening, maybe a few facts and figures. So in that sense, you're always going to get your hands a little bit dirty. Uh, well, abortion, trying to fight abortion. You need to know a bit about what happens in an abortion mill. It's not pleasant. It's not fun. You may want to keep yourself pure, but if you want to fight it, you have to know something about it. So it's the same here. Yeah, you're going to get in, into arguments and debates. On the one hand, Paul says we should not be ignorant of those things which are done in darkness. But on the other hand, Paul says it's a shame to even speak of those things that are done in darkness, right? So it's the biblical balance. Don't want to get too immersed in all this. But on the other hand, we have to know what's going on so we can be a Christian witness. So in the United States, uh, they've got the midterm elections coming up around a week away. And then, of course, there's uh, something here in Australia, the Victorian state election coming up at the end of November. Uh, would this be a time that you might reevaluate where you're at and start to get into some of the debate, Bill? Make a good contribution. Absolutely. If you're either not on something like Twitter or you've been booted off or you just quit because you were so fed up, maybe it's time to reconsider. Hey, maybe I'll get back on Twitter. There's a war going on, some important elections coming up. Uh, let's make use of Twitter. Let's make use of YouTube, Facebook, uh, any means possible to share the word, to get truth out there. So, yeah, I think we all need to take advantage of these technologies. They can be used for great evil and harm and so on, but God can use them for great good as well. Well, I'll point listeners to this latest article that you've written about Elon Musk, conservatism and Christianity. You'll be able to find it when you go to BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill, thanks so much for another great update today on 2020. Thanks again, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.